0: circumstances that they're in, and, and so I guess we wouldn't really know how we'd respond until we ourselves were in a Turkish prison somewhere, hmm. but I do think... By the way, Terry, if
1: you're in a Turkish prison, it's probably in <laughs> Turkey. It would be? Yeah, you said a Turkish okay. prison somewhere. Uh, I just want so to help you
0: <laughs> If you are anywhere okay. in a Turkish prison... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In any kind of prison in Turkey. (laughs) That has that Turkish feel to it.
1: Live your life with purpose, change someone's life for the better, and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Dan, Brian, and Terry are ready, so let's get started. Boy, there's not a lot of good news out there these days. When you read the headlines, you hear about Russia invading Ukraine, illegal immigrants pouring across our borders, crime out of control, peaceful protesters in Canada getting arrested. It can be scary. We're going to talk about how not to be overcome with fear. You hear some of these things. It's just outright crazy. And that's why I'm joined by two crazy guys today. Uh, Terry hey. Steen and Brian Rowland. You see how I did that there, guys?
2: Wild and crazy guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: How have you been, by I've the way? Been, I've been called a lot worse than that, so I almost <laughs> take that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we have to balance our craziness out with our producer, John Matarazzo, who never goofs around, Mm-mm. well, once in a yeah. while. Uh, once in a while. <laughs> but, you know, it's serious. I mean, there are things being proposed that you think, my goodness, that's insane. And, and it seems like people are losing their minds these days
0: everywhere we look And you know I, I've hit points where I just quit watching the news but I realize you really can't necessarily bury your head in the sand. Reality's reality and we have to know what's going on to be able to address it as well as do podcasts like this to encourage
2: people to know how to handle, the days were in. You know, what you said to you is right. I quit watching the news too. And Dan was up here a couple of days ago and we were talking and I had to ask him, what is that convoy thing about in Canada? I knew there was a convoy, but I had no idea oh, what they were wow. protesting.
1: <laughs> right? I just yeah. Yeah. Not watched it. Well, you know, it's easy to be overwhelmed with fear. You wonder what's going to happen to our world, our country, my family, my friends, Um, You know, we wonder what kind of a world it'll be for our children and our grandchildren. I've heard, you know, younger couples, newlyweds saying, I'm afraid to bring a a child into the world. We're going to talk about all of that because God is still in control. And we're going to give you some ways on how you can overcome that fear. Our our ministry is called Fearless Faith, but we want to overcome it by having that kind of faith. In this edition of Finish Strong, Many things causing fear, guys. Let's talk about it. What what in the headlines, what in the news is bothering you these days?
0: Well, for me, it's uh, this kind of times our podcast a bit, but Russia just chose to invade the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And you put that along with what's going on in Canada. You put that the Olympics just ended in a communist country. And you're seeing socialism slash communism getting larger and larger and squeezing us in. And we know how even our country, there's some rumblings. And so you put all those pieces together. Finland passed a law that it's illegal to say homosexuality is a sin. You can't even say That is a sin in Finland without potentially being arrested. So Mm -hmm. you put all that together in Christianity, you would think looking at those facts that Christianity is being squeezed out. But in reality, I think we know better.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are pointing to Ezekiel and they want you to read that now. They said they were at the cusp or right there. And I'm hearing that from a lot of different ministers on their podcast and their broadcast. And it's like... You know, we we always seem to go there, but we're closer now more than ever. So what's going to be happening when the Antichrist is going to be revealed and Christ is going to return?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of feeling like we might, you know, this is the beginning of the last days. We don't know for sure. The Bible says no man knows. Um, But with COVID, there's been a lot of fear for a couple of years out there. I see people wearing three masks inside their car and I'm like, okay, that might be a little overkill. <laughs> yeah. uh, you yeah, know, exactly. And, and you see crime out of control and yet people are crying to defund
2: the police. What sense does that make? They're defunding the police, but yet now they're calling for the police because, or, or for some kind of protection because uh, a crime is taking over the, uh, the, the smash and grabs that are going on. Um, you see that people that can afford it have security that they're paying for because um, there's no police around. You see back in California, especially the homelessness that has gotten out of hand. And now it's becoming a uh, criminal of what's going on because there's, lo- there's a lot of, of crime going on along with that. And there's uh, not just a harassment, but there's people that are being bodily harm is being done to folks. It just goes on and on.
0: And even closer to home is inflation. That's that's hitting our (laughs) Mm pocketbook. That's hitting our country's Mm pocketbook. When it was running half a percent, a percent, nobody really thinks about it or you don't notice it. But when it does what it's doing now to six and seven percent, everyone I talk to says when they come out of the grocery store, they're just numb. (laughs) <laughs> at where prices are going and how empty the shelves are.
1: Right, and I was going to talk about that. And with the truckers maybe going on strike here or making a statement, supply chain issues might be uh, messed up. Sorry, B, what
2: were you saying? I was going to say that's a public service announcement from our CFO, Terry Steen. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. So, you know, what do we do? Do we panic? That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, be wise as serpents, but harmless as dubs. So be wise. There are some things we can do uh, to prepare. It's probably not a bad idea to stock up on some canned goods, some paper products, some pasta. Brian and I went to uh, Sam's Club the other day and uh, bought some things. Uh, Just kind of wise to do that. But I think the key, guys, is don't panic because God is with us. So true. I was thinking
0: about some of the things when we're talking about what do we do and how do we not panic. And I think a couple things. One is look at history and keep a perspective. If we go back in history, many decades, even centuries, there were some terrible things that took place similar to things going on. And if we'll keep that in perspective, it was not the end of the world. It did not take everybody down. Obviously, there were some issues, there were things people had to work through. But I think it's so important to look at history and keep a perspective. And then, as we always know, the importance of prayer. And we lose sight of it. Sometimes we get paralyzed and we wonder if God's really going to or if he can do anything about it. And I was reminded of Daniel and King Nebuchadnezzar. And I want to read this verse in Daniel 2, the 21st verse. It says, He removes kings and he raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He raises up leadership. He deposes leadership. He can do anything he wants with anybody he wants in any country he wants. Mm. And when when that happened and Daniel uh, interpreted King Nebuchadnezzar's dream and realized, whoa, your God truly is the God of the universe and began to worship his God. I'm just saying anything can happen if we pray.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to that point, too, when I was was looking over the outline of what we wanted to talk about today, I, I looked at Luke 21, 36, that said, But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things. That, you're, that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of God. And I said, wow, that's, that's perfect for this time. We have to stay in prayer and, and ask for the strength and be prepared, like you're saying, Dee. We have to be prepared for this, but it's going to take place. And the only way to be prepared is to stay in prayer.
1: Right. And Hebrews thirteen five 5 says, uh, God says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I often look back over my life and I say, God protected me back then. <laughs> that's right. He's protecting me now. He will yep. protect me in the future. He will never leave us or forsake us. And you talked about uh, other um, governments and regimes, and there's been all kinds of bad things in the past. I'm reading uh, the book called Killing Jesus uh, by Bill O'Reilly and Martin Dugard, and he was talking in the beginning about the world that Jesus was born into. Herod was an evil, bad guy. I mean, yeah. he heard that another king would be coming. And, and was born, and he heard that from the wise men, he sent out his soldiers to kill all the baby boys two years and under throughout that region of the world. He would often kill people at the drop of the hat just because he didn't like something they did. So uh, God does promise to be with us in those difficult times. We have to overcome fear with faith. I mean, Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. So we, we need to be aware of what's going on, but we can't let us let it overwhelm us and Brian, you know there's many stories in the Bible, I think of Stephen stoning, Paul and Silas, people were able to rejoice in hard times, weren't they
2: you know that's just that um, our, our pastor my church on Sunday, well Dan was with me there. he even talked about that, and that uh, it 's just amazing how when people were enslaved in that and when people were in prison. And especially with Paul, I think of Paul because he just, they had a, a prayer meeting on and they were singing and they're rejoicing. And it's, he said that there's more blessing and you get more joyful in times that you're being persecuted. And that just shows you the love of Jesus and that you're looking ahead. You're seeing Jesus and you know that he's preparing a place for us and that all this is just temporary. And so when we look ahead to that and know that that is what is coming, we can go through anything. And that's what he was making the point of, is that people become more joyous the more they're persecuted. And, it's, and he said, the thing is, is that persecution, the Bible tells us it's going to come. I mean, we're all going to be persecuted one way or the other. And even if it's just being mocked at, we're being persecuted. But we have to, to stay joyous in our heart and, and know that Christ is in control.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dan, you mentioned Paul and Silas. And I, I'm thinking about those guys in prison They have somebody together, someone to support them. You think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The three of them went through that together. And one thing I think we shouldn't lose sight of is during times like this, the people we hang around, the people we invest our time in, the people we listen to is critical to our attitude and our ability to stay strong and to stay positive in the Lord and don't listen to conspiracy theories. You know, you have all of those people out there
1: and you've got to use some wisdom to know who to hang around. True. There's many voices. I, I think about that. Sometimes I'll hear something and I kind of wonder what you guys are thinking. Wonder what John's thinking about, you know, all the news and all that's going on. But, but we can't be losing sleep over it. God has still called us to to do his work. We need to have energy. We need to take care of ourselves. We still need to exercise and eat right. But we've got a job to do. Even today, as we prepared for these podcasts and the last few days working on it, you know, we all feel a responsibility to really do our preparation, but realizing that God is going to work through us. And Terry, you mentioned Paul and Silas, you know, dancing at midnight, Acts 16, 25. They prayed, they sang praises unto God. All the other prisoners heard them. And what happened? There was a great earthquake. The foundations of the prison shook, doors opened. God can do that when we praise him because he inhabits the praises of his people. And I read a story about Pastor Brunson, who was in a Turkish prison. And I know our friend Jay Sekulow helped to, to get him freed. But he said that he just decided he was going to be joyful he said he would be dancing in his cell, praising God. And the people that were watching him, they thought he was crazy. I bet. But he mm-hmm. did that in a little, small, tiny cell so God can help us in any situation we're in. And he's going to help us through this.
2: Yep. And over in 2 Timothy 1.7, I love it because it says, For the spirit that God gave us does not make us timid, but gives mm. us power, love, and self-discipline. I mean, it just gives us the power to get up in those times and want to rejoice, want to praise God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you talk about the circumstances that they're in. And and so I guess we wouldn't really know how we'd respond until we ourselves were in a Turkish prison somewhere. Hmm. But I do think By the way, Terry, if
1: you're in a Turkish prison, it's probably <laughs> in Turkey. Because you, you It would be? Yeah, you said a Turkish okay. prison somewhere. Uh, I just want so. to help you. <laughs>
0: If you are anywhere in a (laughs) Turkish prison, (laughs) in any kind of prison in Turkey, (laughs) that has that Turkish feel to it,
1: (laughs) they give you a Turkish Turkish sauna. Okay. (laughs) I just spit my water out, by the way. (laughs) I can't (laughs) see that because we're not doing video here but, it smells like feta uh, cheese. okay but let yeah me, terry you never know when you're gonna end up in a turkish prison or any other kind of prison that that really wasn't my point <laughs> i'm sorry did i get you off? But, your point?
0: <laughs> <laughs> my point was the circumstances of it and where we might be ah. in our current society and in our current culture And we think it's like the noose is tightening. Everybody's getting mad. Everybody's getting upset. But the entire atmosphere, if we'll have the right perspective, God can use us and can use our witness in a far greater way than he could have if that wasn't there. These things might be happening to prepare some people to hear God's word, Mm. to hear what we have to say. And we have to be ready more than ever because the need's so great. So we should, if we can, look at these circumstances as a positive opportunity for us to have an impact on other people.
1: You know, we have to realize that no matter where we are in God's timeline, God has put us here for right now, for such a time as this. So when people say, boy, I don't know if I should bring a child into the world, God knows that child's going to be born into this world. He knows our circumstances. You know, when we were kids, we all heard about the end times and tribulation, the mark of the beast. We're like, how would that ever work? Boy, we see how it could work. If they Mm -hmm. tell you you have to take something or have something to eat, to travel, people are going to go along with it but we yeah. have to to realize god's put us here now now's the time to move forward in victory mm-hmm. uh brian your your pastor on sunday was talking about that and he was saying hey this physical world that's not the real world is it
2: right now he said that the, the real world is a spiritual world not the physical world and it's true because th- when this goes away this is just temporary spiritual world lasts forever but we we're talking about then you're just saying about a time such as this and, and I was looking in the Bible and I came across Esther 414 and it says that perhaps you were born for a time such as this mm-hmm. you know, to me that I looked at that and just think that God put us on this earth for this time and we are placed here uh, with people for a reason with the people that are around us and are surrounding us. there we're there for a reason where we can make a difference for where we're placed, you know, um, uh, I wrote down a note here that said, You may not see the opportunity now, but if you stay willing and open for his calling, you will find fulfillment in his plans. And I really believe that, that we are here for a time right now, whatever place we're at, we're placed there at this time. So, guys, we mentioned some
1: things we can do, like stocking up on canned goods and paper goods, just to be prepared. What should we be doing spiritually? How should we be spending our time so that we are in God's will? and hearing God's voice. I mean, I, I think of Psalm 91.1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's, that word dwell means live, stay. We need to stay there. We need to live close to the Lord. We need to be in his word. We need to be praying, and we need to be listening. There's nothing more important especially in the times and the craziness that we live in. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Dan, if you'll just move down nine more verses or eight more verses, it says, Because you've made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, your habitation. You say Mm. refuge, your habitation. Mm -hmm. Here's what it tells us will happen. No evil will befall you, Wow. nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. If we can just remain in him, these promises are so powerful for us. And if our listeners could just grab a hold of what God's word is saying right here, Mm -hmm. he's going to keep his angels around us and keep us in all
1: our ways. Hmm. Brian, what do you do? When Because I know you've had you know some physical challenges with AFib and things. What do you do when you feel the fear creeping in and starting to kind of overtake you and overtake your mind?
2: You know, it's amazing that my doctor said that same thing. Uh, he goes, you panic, and you get into this fear mode, and he it says a fight or flight, and you can't do that. He says, you just got to relax, and you have to breathe. And he's telling me not to panic about this. You're not going to die. You're not going to panic. There's just not, not the panic. But the, to not do that. What I do, especially if I wake up in the middle of the night and have an AFib attack, I say, okay, Lord, you got me awake for a reason. This is going to, it's not going to go away for an hour or two. So hmm. I just start praying for everything that comes to my mind. Hmm. I mean, the last time I had one, I sat there and I, my, uh, Deb, I know, was going through a bunch of things in her life. And I just started praying over her. And I didn't just start praying. I just started weeping over her. And it was hmm. just something that became so real that I forgot about the AFib. And by the time I was finished, it was gone. It had gone away, and it was a couple hours later, but it was gone. But I just started praying for the things around me. But then when I came to Deb, of course, I just, I just felt that I took it on. I, just felt, I felt it on my shoulders, and I just weeped for her. And the Bible tells us to do that. We're supposed to be weeping for those that we love and care for, and while we're praying for them and lifting them up and supporting them. And um, that's what I do. Whenever I feel fear coming about me, I pray about that. I say, Lord, this isn't of you. So I just know that this is the devil and I'm not going to panic. You know, I'm just going to be courageous in you. I don't know if this ties in directly to that or not, but, but one verse that I had looked up that meant a lot to me when I was studying this, it was Joshua 1.9 and it said, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened. And Do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so whenever any type of fear will come over you, know that the Lord is with you. You can tell that fear to leave. I mean, in Jesus' name, take this fear away, and he will. Don't let panic set in. That's the only thing that's going to hurt you more than help you. Put your faith and your belief to work. Mm -hmm. Let your faith be your action. Let your belief be your guide. And when you use that and go in the, in the footsteps and following Christ, you're going to find that your fear is going to dissipate. You're going to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. It doesn't matter what is coming in around you. It's going to, the fog is going to lift. It's going to separate because you know the final outcome. You know that God wins in the end. You know that you're victorious. You know that you're a child of the king. Hmm. So you've got to keep that for, foremost in the front of your mind at all times.
1: That's really good. Really good stuff, Brian. Terry, what advice would you give to someone who's listening to say, man, I just, this news, I'm, I'm freaking out. What's going to happen tomorrow? Where do I turn?
0: Well, I think the biggest thing, as we've talked over and over again, is to pray. But there again, keep perspective, look at history, hang around the right people, Hmm. listen to the right stuff,
1: Mm -hmm. keep the news you're listening to in perspective, and God will take care of the rest. Yeah. You know, I really feel like if we would spend more time in God's Word than we do on our phones and looking at the news and seeing the headlines and watching the news, we'd be so much better off. We're near the end of our time here, uh, but I'd like to just uh, say a prayer For those who are dealing with fear here at the end of this, uh, dear Heavenly Father, we've talked a lot about what's going on in our world. It's so easy to want to panic, to be scared. And, And you even told us in your word that in the last days, men's hearts would fail them because of fear. But we don't need to be fearful because we have you. We have the God the creator of the universe on our side, in our lives. You can strengthen us. You can shore us up. When we are weak, then you are strong. And you said you'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. And so, Lord, help us when we're feeling weak, when we're feeling fearful, to realize that spirit is not of you Mm -hmm. because your word says you don't give us a spirit of fear. You give us a spirit of power and of love and of a strong mind, and I pray that everyone listening will take that to heart, seek your face, and dwell in the secret place of the Most High Amen. and abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and that is you. I ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, boy, that has been quite a powerful discussion, guys. We've had some fun, but I think we have really been able to get into God's Word and find out what He says about fear. We need to finish strong, guys. That's what we're all about, mm-hmm. going hard for the finish line. We each have about 10 seconds to wrap this up. Brian, your final thought, if there's
2: one thought? <laughs> look for the things eternal, not the things that are uh, that are physical, because it's just transient. Just look for the spiritual, because it's real.
0: Yeah. Keep walking the walk. God knows the plan he has for you. And don't be deterred by what you see and hear in the society and culture.
1: Overcome fear with faith and finish strong. Thanks for listening to this edition. And we'll look forward to you joining us next time. God bless everybody. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.